Hi, I'm Moni, and welcome to Mixing with Moni, where each week I will try to rival your most opinionated friend who swears she's always right. I'll be mixing a few worlds together to give a POC perspective on everything POCs and the opposites are often equally shocked that I'm into, from music, politics, to hot topics, and lots of TV, and even the things that I think make it really difficult to be a young adult in today's world. I'll be covering it all, and I want you to do it with me. So, let's mix it up. All right. Hey, guys. I am here with Anthony Lario, a.k.a. Uncle Tony from Tony's Tea Corner, the podcast. And we're so excited to talk about pretty much everything. We're going to do a range of reality TV from Bravo, of course, to The Bachelorette. We've been so excited to make this episode. I've literally been waiting and anxious and looking forward (laughs) to this for so long. But so many things have been going on. We have had so many life things happening. Tony, if you don't mind getting into a little bit of like what you've been up to, the different projects you're working on, because some of them are really kind of amazing. Oh, well, first of all, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Of course. (laughs) Well, yeah, so we got, um, you know, we got connected through Instagram, right? That's how all friends start out these days Uh, through Instagram. (laughs) It's like um, the tender for friends. Yeah, 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 literally. And so, um, yeah, I cover Housewives and Bravo stuff on SiriusXM with Amy Phillips frequently. And then also I have my podcast, Tony's Tea Corner, which, you know, we've talked about Housewives sometimes on there. But I mostly get into like real like comedy stuff with my family and, and friends. And then I also just do general pop culture, like free Britney and stuff. And yeah, so that's what's going on with me right now. Um, how about you? What's going on with you this week? Oh my gosh, so many things. So I've been working, I'm working with kids, and I've mentioned that before on here, but yeah. like, I love my job. It's absolutely the best part of my summer. Super tiring, but so my voice is still not recovered. Sorry, guys. I've gotten a lot of DMs. The raspy about voice that. is sexy. The raspy Thank voice you. is sexy. I think it's great, but <laughs> <laughs> I get it if it's not everyone's cup of tea. But you know, it's because like I'm making sure that somebody's kid is like safe all day. So you're welcome, society. Yeah, you're um, welcome. Right, and you know, just doing that, preparing to go back to school, finishing up, and then working on basically like all this podcast stuff and Bravo running my Instagram, which is so new. So hopefully it's been growing so much. I can't even believe small as it is. I already gotten almost 500 followers. That's in amazing. Like, it's not even a month. It hasn't even been a month. I'm like shocked. That's so, so amazing. Good for I you. I mean, Thank you're growing you. it. You're pulling your own weight. You're doing it yourself. And that's the best thing. Cause so many people out there, they buy followers, they buy listens, they try to do all this shit and you're out there hustling, sending emails, doing your yes. shit. You got it. That's literally what I've been doing. So I'm really, really excited about that. And if I could just say one of the main reasons I even started a podcast is because I love yours. And yours with your mom is hilarious. Anytime (laughs) your mom is on and I see it in the description, it is a stop what I'm doing. Or as soon as I get home, I put it on while like I'm doing the dishes or something. Listening to you and your mom, Gina, at Cooking with Gina on Instagram. Hilarious, y'all. If you're not listening... You need to be. It is oh so much fun. Goodness. You are so funny, and she would love that. And you know what? I'm gonna make a little announcement on your show. This is the first place I'm ever saying this. <gasps> Yay! Um, exclusive. Exclusive. So Tony's Tea Corner is going on a little hiatus, 
um, because I've signed some documents. I'm doing some things. I can't talk about some of the things that I used to. So I'm starting a new podcast called Tony's Two Cents. And we're going to have a different guest on every week, whether it's an influencer, a podcaster, whether it's a a celebrity, my mom, my brother, and we're just going to dive deep. We're going to dig deep into the deepest, darkest, sometimes hard moments of your life, and we're going to try to find the catharsis in it, in the comedy. Oh, I love that. That is Mm -hmm. so my aesthetic you gotta keep me posted on it i cannot wait to listen well you'll come on you'll come on that'll be the perfect oh my god yay yeah Yeah. that is probably gonna make my whole life like that sounds like (laughs) so much fun what um how'd you get into that idea well you know i i love talking about my housewives i love talking about pop culture reality tv but i almost like doing it on my time more and and you know i've gotten into some new projects where I've had to kind of sign things that I can't talk about this show or this person or this thing. And so I said, you know what? My favorite episodes listening back of Tony's Tea Corner are exactly what you said. You know, having my mom on or my brother on and we just get into it and do back and forth and tell life stories, stuff that really matters. You know, it's essential to your being and who you are today. And I was like, you know, no matter whether you're an asshole or you're an angel or you're a devil or you're like the devil wears Prada, whatever you are, everybody deep down has a really funny, dark, embarrassing story. And I think that those are the best kinds. That is so much fun. Like literally just thinking about it. Oh yep. God, that's pretty much the last 20 something years of my life. <laughs> <laughs> so that is going to so, be so you're much like, fun. You're like, do like life with Imani. Basically, (laughs) exactly. So when is there a projection date of when it's going to come out? Do you know? I'm hoping by the fall. So like October. Okay. So in the meantime, anytime you need to talk about Housewives and Bravo, you know where to find me. Oh, 110%. And I'm going to post blast this shit on my Instagram. Yay. I'll I'll diverge people over to you. I'll say, listen, you got to go listen to Amani's podcast because I'm not talking about the housewives for a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) And that's all I ever talk about is the podcast because no one else in my real life wanted to hear it. (laughs) Really? That's so interesting. So Isn't it crazy? Yeah. So like, what do you do when you're at like a family party or like with your friends and you're like itching to talk? Yeah. At like happy hours and things. I'll be like, oh my God, so-and-so just unfollowed someone, or oh my God, but Jay Stassi and Bo got engaged. I don't know what I would have done if I didn't have this podcast and my Instagram, because yeah. everyone that was excited with me, I don't know, in real life, yeah. everybody yeah. in my real life, I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> Stassi's engaged, and they're like, who? They're like, who cares, Amani? <sighs> and I'm like, what do you mean? This is the biggest deal of the decade. Like, I care more about this than anything else has happened all summer. And Jackson Brittany also got married this summer. And they're like, who? And I'm like, you know what? You're like, I just need us to not talk anymore. Yeah, you're like, sit to the left, please. Like, I'm Honestly. done with you, right? I mean, but yeah. I guess opposites attract. So I guess it's fine. Like, there's yeah. diversity amongst the conversation. But, like, this is kind of, like, where I come. And I'm so excited because every time I get on with someone, either they watch Bachelorette or they watch Bravo, but rarely do I get to talk to someone that watches or understands or like is involved in the world of both. And yes. that's why I'm so excited for today. Oh, thank you. Thank you. And I'm just, I'm so excited to dive right into it. We're going to do it. Yeah, absolutely. So let's start without further ado with The Bachelorette. It's over. 
it's been about a week. Bachelor in Paradise just started, which I'm going to cover a little bit later because it's my first time ever watching Bachelor in Paradise. And I have to say, it's kind of trashy and I like it. Oh, we love trash. We love the trash. I love trash, but it's like a total, like, not not contradiction, um, contrast to like The Bachelor and The Bachelorette, which is like so much more conservative feeling and like- Classy. Yeah, so classy. They never just outright say like, I think he's here to be famous. They always say like, I think he's not here for the right reasons. And it's fantasy suite versus just like hooking up and having sex. And I'm like, okay. So we have like so many other like idioms and like fancy jargon. I like it. But then Bachelor in Paradise is basically just like, how much more scantily clad can we get the theme is like super like Baywatchy meets like 80 yes. bad TV shows. It's it's You're a mess. so right. You're but I so love right. it. I was like, wait, what the what the fuck am I watching? Yeah, <laughs> like, and all this drama came out on Instagram with like Kaylin and who else was um, the other guys? Oh god, J- uh, J- Jake? Like Jake? Blake? Wait, was it Blake? Blake? That's it. Blake. I knew it was yeah. something like that. We were close. Yeah. We were Blake. close. Um yeah. Yeah. Uh, so there's a lot. Bachelor Nation this summer is like going nuts. Like they're yeah, all acting out. I don't know what's happening. Like we have Bachelor in Paradise drama that's happening. And this story with Hannah B, Tyler C, and Gigi Hadid. Oh, what is going on? Here, do you want to hear I... my rundown and my thoughts real fast on this? Yeah, please. This, okay, so first of all, I think Hannah was was she has good intentions I, I liked some things that she did this season i loved when she you know um put luke p in his place um i loved uh you know just her her kind of chemistry and and authenticity um but something i didn't like was you know i i kind of felt like more so ever than than recent bachelorette or bachelor seasons that i've watched a lot of people were kind of telling her the important in her life that they didn't think Jed was the one for her. And mm-hmm. I do believe that Tyler was in love with her during this period of time. Um, but when she chose Jed over him, I really think it probably took the spark out for him. Um, and of course, men are men. Doesn't matter if you're gay, straight, whatever. Men still let the right. penis do the picking, as Patty Stanger once said on Million- oh, Millionaire Matchmaker. Patty. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, I, I think that, you know, he probably got invited over by Hannah. They had like a one night little stand thing. And, you know, Gigi followed Tyler on Instagram a month or two ago. So yeah, before all yeah. this happened, before the watch or the men's hello and the after the final rose, before all of that. So like just to give a little background to people who, you know, maybe want a little bit of a recap. Hannah's top four was trash. Like, absolute mm-hmm. trash. She basically yeah. did not have any viable candidates, but we were finding that out in real time. Yeah. Tyler C. was the only one that did not have a girlfriend controversy that came out of the woodwork. Uh, Jed had a people a magazine article wrote about him right around the time that she had already filmed the finale, and we were waiting for it to catch up to live. That was and bad. It was so bad. And Pete Pilot is what I call him. I know that's not his name, but Pete Pilot... Um, he is a pilot and he apparently had a girlfriend like up until like a month or two before he got on the show. So pretty, pretty recent. And I liked him though. I did too. And I think that they would have been good together other than the fact that like he really did have a girlfriend like up until that day. And they just kind of had a lot of chemistry, which is fine, but not like, I think she was looking for like 
having fun with Pete, but like long term with someone else. And I think she knew it was, should have been Tyler C. She psyched herself out and got scared or something. And mm-hmm. she likes to go with kind of like the anti-hero. Like she kept yes. Luke P around a long time. Luke P was literally nobody's favorite. She spent about six episodes like defending her choice of keeping him, canceling cocktail parties, canceling a whole bunch of stuff and, and crying about Luke P, but would keep Luke P. And mm-hmm. no matter what, everyone would question her. Jed questioned her the most and she hated that. But then that was her final four. I mean, she yeah. got rid of Mike and I'll get into that in a second. But between the final four, Tyler C was the only option. Even her whole family was like, we love him. So I think that it kind of triggered something in her that it would be a little too good. Maybe. Yeah. Like, I think she's a little bit afraid of happiness and success. That's my personal character. I agree. Of I, agree. I don't think she did this whole season right. I don't think she was that open. I think she was really like, eh. She just seemed like she wanted to make out with everybody on surface. And yeah, she's very horny. She, okay. Very. I mean, from night yeah. one to like very end. She was, you know, making out on pool tables and, you know, in jacuzzis and having sex in windmills. And it was just a lot. (laughs) Whereas I think Tyler took her so seriously that it scared her a little bit. And her family and her dad's approval, it was like a little too much for her. Whereas Jed's whole family was practically looking at her and him like, this was not supposed to go this far. Yes. It was very telling. In hindsight, now we know why they acted so weird. Right. That's exactly what I said. Like, now I get why the mom was and the sister was looking at her like, what is she doing here? Yeah. <laughs> and they were, were almost telling her to run. Music. Like, like yeah. don't don't be here for my son. And like, so seriously. were her parents. Basically. Yeah. They were like, yeah, no, don't, don't see it. Like, this is not the one. Also, they were like, how does he even make money? Which well, is that's, not that's a the whole invalid question. <laughs> That annoyed me a little bit, Manny, because it's like, obviously, they're going to be rich after being on the show. Like, right, people get, yeah, like they all become verified. They all have million followers and they all do brand endorsements. I mean, listen, I worked with people doing brand endorsements. They have like $50,000 for a couple of posts, like a thing of three posts. Like, he'll be fine. Yeah. Um, and going back, um, dancing with the stars or something. Oh, yeah. Whole problem. I mean, I think that we're, we have not seen the end of him. I think that he's going to be around. He's going to have a redemption story somewhere. He'll still have people who hate him. Um, Absolutely. But, but, you know. I have friends that sympathize with him. I have a lot of Jed sympathizers. I kind of can see it. The way that I sympathize with him is in the way that this is the wave of the future. And believe me, I think people do go on The Bachelorette because they're single, because they're looking for love. But you mostly go on there to become famous and an influencer. So I think that when he decided to go on the show, in his head, he's like, okay, this will be a way for me to like not have to do like the X Factor or the voice or whatever. It'll just be a way for me to gain a following, become, you know, appealing, and then also, you know, become famous. And yeah, I, I don't even think he thought he was going to make it as far as he did. No, and I think he actually did start to fall in love with her. Um, I do too. I just yeah. think Tyler C got there a little bit quicker. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think their connection was a little bit stronger and I genuinely think Tyler C I don't fault him for what he's doing right now with Gigi Hadid like Neither you do have I. to keep it in perspective this was over a month ago that she rejected him and yeah. then rejected him on national TV and then asked him out as literally like her second fiddle on yeah. national TV and I think out of respect he told her yes because he felt like there was probably some unresolved feelings there, some chemistry still that needed to like 
be explored, which I totally understand. I mean, she sent him home right in the peak of his, like, attraction and is falling in love with her. And he probably wanted to explore that a little bit. I think they had a good time and they had a good night. But ultimately, he was home without probably a lot of contact with her for over a month. He started the getting over her process. Yeah. So it's not a big deal if he got over her and is on to the next. And if I have to pick between Hannah B and Gigi Hadid, I mean, I love Hannah B. But if I could marry into the Hadid family, I would do that. 110%. (laughs) I totally agree with you. If I could have a how up of my engagement party in the Moroccan room of Mohammed's mansion (laughs) in Beverly Hills. Yeah. When Lisa Vanderpump would come? Are you kidding me? Yeah, I know. Absolutely. At least even for a little bit, because these Hadid girls seem like serial daters. So yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah. they stay. They like to be committed for a little bit, and then like go back and forth, move on. I mean, why not? They're supermodels, and they're rich and young. Yeah, they're young. That's what else do you have to do? I know. <laughs> I know to be uh to be in their position. Am I right? Right. Oh, my God. Like, <laughs> Gigi Hadid is, like, the third highest paid model or something in America. And, and she's, she's like, gorgeous. She, she is, is really gorgeous. pretty. I think her and Bella are absolute gorgeous. Yolanda, I mean, good jeans. So, yeah, good jeans. We yeah. need Yolanda back, side note, on, on Beverly know, Hills. I know, right? Beverly Hills needs a lot of things. I made, like, a personal declaration on my Instagram that I'm done talking about it until the new season comes. Because yeah. I'm just exhausted. I feel drained. I feel Complete revamp. Honestly, the mm-hmm. whole West Coast needs help. Like oh, the 100%. whole thing. I think a Brandy Glanville or something needs to be inserted. Me too. Brandy Glanville, and then one completely new person that we've never heard of. Not a washed yeah. up soap opera star, just somebody that we don't know. Yes. So right before we get into Housewives, because that is a perfect segue, but I really want to ask your thoughts on since the entire top four was basically pieces of shit, trash. Mm-hmm. And Tyler, yep. I don't think he would do it because there's a little bit of a sour taste in our mouth because of pop culture. So I don't know if people would actually watch him. Yeah, neither um, do I. Top five is usually the furthest that they'll go to find a bachelor unless they're like desperate and they use like Nick Vile from like a few years ago. Yeah. Um, Mike was the top five. Mm-hmm. And I like him. He was probably, other than Rachel Lindsay, the first, well, he's definitely the first black male to go as far as the top five of The Bachelorette. And he was a fan favorite. I mean, I saw many an article written about why he should be the next Bachelor. Me too. I think that he should be the next Bachelor. First of all, I think that he's very attractive, very sexy. I think that he's very charming. No one rocks a turtleneck like Mike. Oh my God. Steve Jobs who? I mean, it's freaking amazing. (laughs) He really, really is a good-looking man and charming. And for some reason, I just don't feel like they're going to pick him. I feel like it's going to be Pilot Pete. Thank you for bringing me back to Earth, because I am so invested in this decision. I have been caping on it for months. Every time I see someone else post it, like E! News posted, like, a picture of him. And I was like, we just want everyone to know this is our This is our choice. And I was like, don't ever play with me like that again. But also I know, I nice thought picture. that was an announcement. I thought it was an me announcement. Because it would come from E! News, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, I this? hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. I know, I hope you are too, but I think you might not be. Uh, and I'm I devastated. Just, I think that they're going to pick Pete for some reason. <sighs> Which is really going to annoy me. because. I but I also think that it's going to be like the redeeming quality thing. 
because it's like the worst about him was that he had a girlfriend like right before. So that just means like yeah. he's capable of falling in love yeah. quickly because he fell in love with Hannah. And it's kind of like a way that they will do because Hannah wasn't exactly the fan favorite of Colton's season. Oh, no, no, not at so all. So it was kind of shocking that they even picked her and then shocking that they didn't pick Kaylin because yeah. Kaylin was more of a fan favorite. Yeah, people loved Kaylin. And Hannah G. And both of yeah. them were on Bachelor in Paradise, but Hannah G was a solid choice. Hannah G was like a walking bag of white rice, though, wasn't she? Yeah, she was so boring. Yeah. <laughs> Hannah B definitely brings a little bit of spice. Yeah. She's definitely a spicier character. She's very much so like the spicy fried chicken of KFC's yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. chicken box. Absolutely. <laughs> so I so good. Really hope that we're both wrong and maybe they give Mike a chance because I don't think it should be anybody else in like the last three seasons. Me neither. Me neither. I think that they either got to do, I mean, if I'm going to do it in a perfect world, they should pick Mike or they should pick somebody who we've, again, that we've never seen before. That's they a very go, good point. Yeah, bring, bring in some new blood. It's time. I think it's definitely about time for Mike. Like, yeah. it's time to have, I mean, and also it went so well having Rachel Lindsay being the first black suitor, period. Yeah. It went very, very well. People loved her. I mean, she was a class act. How can oh, not? she's amazing. She's a lawyer. She's well-spoken. She's beautiful. She lights up a room. She's a great girl. Great personality. I mean, but it was also pretty easy to love her. She was on a season where people were like, yeah, she's totally too smart for this man. Yes. <laughs> Who's was she something on? Else with her. I think it was Nick Vile. Yeah. 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 That, was, that was a bad idea. <laughs> yeah, I like Rachel. I, I think that she's cool. Um, and I think that it's really telling that she's still with the guy that she got engaged to on the show. Yeah, they, like, set a date. It's happening. She had a bachelorette party. Yeah. I mean, does like, that doesn't happen great. too often. No, it doesn't. I think the only other one in the last, like, maybe five, six years from Bachelor and Bachelorette and not, like, Bachelor in Paradise or just within the, the Bachelor world, yeah. I think the only other one is... Um, Jojo and uh, Sean Lowe. Oh God, Sean Lowe. Oh, right? Sean. Well, yeah, but Sean Lowe's a while ago. Uh, Jojo is the recent one. She's like um, a few oh, years Jojo. ago. Oh, I yes, always get confused. With the, oh, that's not hard. Um, with the football playing boy uh, brother, like he was the brother of another football player who would like not talk to his yeah. family at all. What was his name? Jojo. What her name is? Jojo Fletcher, right? Yes. Here, I'm looking it up. I gotta know. Now it's gonna kill me. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about her. Is it Aaron? Oh, oh yeah. yeah, that guy was. I didn't. He like was not my choice. But they set a date. They officially set a date like yeah, a week. Jordan ago. Rogers. Jordan Rogers. That's it. Jordan Rogers. They set a date like a week ago. I am curious to see if the brother is going to be there because, like, his brother doesn't talk to the rest of his family. Oh, really? And his brother's like a majorly more famous like football NFL player. Um, and, like, they're not really in contact with each other. That was part of, like, his hometown visit. So I'm curious to see, like, if it's going to be on TV, which I'm sure it is, because Bachelor has a terrible track record of, like, keeping relationships together. Yeah. So they're probably going to want to be like, hey, look, the show does work. They're going to um, highlight it. Oh, absolutely. And I definitely think they're going to give Rachel a special just because look how diverse we are. Yay. Yeah. I don't think that they're going to do anything with did, – Ashley, I didn't get married yet, right? No. I think she's – She's engaged? Yeah, she's engaged. I had her on my show back in the winter, and she said that they're not going to televise it, but they're going to do something cool. And then Crystal recently got married, I think. Oh, she okay. was not a big, like, 
she was a big personality. She was actually the villain of her season. I just can't remember which one it was. They're all they all kind of blur together. Well, I love like, the off and on. I love a good villain. Yeah, no, she was definitely the villain, but she went on Bachelor in Paradise, which has a much higher success rate, which is so weird. But I think it's also because it's like one on one kind of yeah. dates. Like it's yeah. just like girls and guys and a, a appropriate amount of both. Because Carly and Evan Bass, they just had like a second baby or they're having a second baby. And then we have like um that famous couple that everybody loves, Jaden Tanner. They met on oh, Bachelor yeah, in Paradise. Nice. And she just, like, gave birth to a baby in a closet. So they appear to be doing in okay. In the closet. I can't. I can't. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. So Bachelor, I mean, if Mike doesn't go make The Bachelor, I think he will probably go on Bachelor in Paradise next year. But oh, they have yeah. to do something with him. He's too yeah. well-liked. Yeah, he's too well-liked. And, and it's culturally appropriate right now. So, like, you got to do it. They'll look like such yeah. assholes if they don't. Honestly, because everybody loves them. They'll be like, well, why didn't you pick him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there'll be articles about it. Like, it kind of makes me mad that I feel like they like they should just do it because he's great, not because they feel like they need right. to. Right. I mean, yes, it is definitely about time. But also, he really seemed to be into Hannah without taking it too fast and professing love too quick. He was a strong candidate. He has a great style, a real job. He's well-spoken. He's from the South. He's a sweet guy. And he's charming. Yeah. That should be what The Bachelor is. I'm looking at pictures of him right now, just stalking him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when he was on um, Men Tell All, the the ladies went nuts. I mean, I and even Chris Harrison was like, wow, like you in a suit. It's really yeah. not. <laughs> so oh, look, I'm he... seeing these pictures of him in a Speedo. Oh, my God, I'm screaming. And I have a theory that he'll be it because he was the only one that they put in the hot seat at Men Tell All, <laughs> except for Luke P. And that was only because of what Luke P did, where he slut shamed Hannah. Now, when do they announce this? Usually, it's supposed to be like after the final rose, but I think they'll probably wait until after Bachelor in Paradise is over. Mm-hmm. So, in the next like six to eight weeks, they'll probably have that and then like announce who it is. And if not, it'll be like in the news. Like, they've done that before too. It just like, it was a random news announcement. Okay. I'm which is. Yeah, I'm excited too. Like that'll make me definitely stay invested because otherwise I'm giving it up because I don't know or like anybody else they could pick. So yeah, I feel it. you. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be me. <laughs> I'm gonna boycott my one little like you know rating. Yeah, yeah, They'll yeah. They'll feel that one though. Amani's boy hashtag boycotts. Exactly. I will <laughs> definitely be putting that in every single podcast description from now on. <laughs> I love it. Well, someone that is maybe not so much of a fan favorite, or should I say, like something that's not so much of a fan favorite although i'm excited to see it redeem itself real Housewives of oc is mm. back and i was not excited to watch as much as i was excited that it could be better than last year yeah yeah i mean i i think that it's going to be a different season it does seem like there's a lot of drama more so than last year we, we know already that Shannon, Kelly, and Vicky are on the outs. And, yeah, uh, which is weird because we know that and we just started the season. And we already yeah. know how it And Tamara, too. Tamara, too, <laughs> right. right? Yeah. Yes. I interviewed Gretchen back in, like, February or March. And we Ooh. had the best time. We talked for, like, an hour and a half. And she really has moved. I can't believe how she's moved on from the show. And she has this new life. And it's so ironic. We were laughing and talking about it that Tamara, like, wants to call her irrelevant all the time. Yet Bravo TV is releasing more articles about Gretchen than they are about Tamara. 
which is understandable because I honestly feel like we're not going to get much from Tamara this year because I don't think her life is, I think she's settled. I really do. I think she bought a new house. She has her businesses. I think she's a settled person. And the most we're going to get from her is any type of like confrontation that she eventually will start with Kelly, but really that's just more of a testament to Kelly's personality, who is 100%. not settled than it yeah. is Tamra. Like, oh, and, I love and I'm going to vote dog. for Kelly. I'm about to say I I'm going to go her. Kelly. And I love, uh, the thing is, though, I think I definitely like Gina. I don't, I think it's the fact that she's on OC that is making me dislike her. Something yeah. about that environment just doesn't seem to mesh for me, because by herself when she films her own scenes, I love her kids. I think She's a cute mom. I felt for her in the reunion. I felt like she really opened up in the reunion last year. But I also think it was a little too late at that point because I was like, this is the performance that we needed. But like when she talked about how she just wanted her husband to basically tell her that she was pretty and she never gets that. And they've been together for so long. She's never explored anything. So she doesn't feel like she had her independence. And Mm. I'm rooting for her in that way. I agree. I'm definitely rooting for her in real life because she's really been going through it. But like by herself, I'm more invested in her. Like I'd follow her as an influencer. Like she was an IG influencer. Sure. Absolutely. I'd watch her IGTV stories. I'd watch her YouTube. She's adorable. I like her. But on the show, it's just the dynamic of everyone around her. She doesn't fit to me. Yeah. I'd almost like to see her with her own show. Right. Because her Long Islandness is not giving me... I don't think it goes well with like Tamara and Shannon. Like, of course they didn't like her. No, I love her Long Islanders too. I love the East Coast vibe. Me too. (laughs) Me on the East Coast. I'm thrilled that she tells it like it is. She gave a great performance in the reunion. Oh, I agree. I don't get along with West Coast type people. Like, I only get along. I think that's why I don't like OC. (laughs) Yeah, maybe it's why. I mean, I'm not, I don't like people who are like lazy in the way that they talk and are like laid back. I'm like, I am not laid back. And I like OC better than Beverly Hills because they're not as laid back. Like, they'll really get into it and freak out. But I think that's why, like, you know, Tamara, even though I can't stand her, sometimes she does deliver good TV a lot of the times. We've had some great moments with her. Um, but this season, it does seem stale. If this is going to be the whole thing the whole time that we're talking about, you know, her sons fighting over politics, like that's not oh, a storyline. Oh my line. God. Can I just say how annoyed I am that Bravo keeps trying to do this? Like, I get it. It's irrelevant, but I promise you, no one is turning on Bravo to hear their thoughts on the politics of the world. No, they're going to get away from it. That's literally the reason yeah. why it's on my podcast. I get a lot of requests and a lot of people like re- that respond to me. I talk about politics candidly because I'm equally as interested in politics as I am pop culture. Me too. I yeah. honestly think they're kind of the exact same. Like, oh my god, me too. Sometimes me too. watching like The Hill in session is literally like a reunion. Oh yeah. Like it's the exact same aesthetic, the idea. I recently like um, covered the uh, the um, testifying of Mueller. And I was like, it literally was watching, it was like watching the reunion. Like when Andy asks your pit and and y'all go after each other and there's questions. It was fantastic. It literally looks just like that. And I like to break it down in a really simple way so people don't have the excuse of like, I don't get it. It's in my head. I like to make it like really, really, really simple and give it a little bit of like a a regular people vibe. Like this is like regular conversation of what really happens. But... 
also turn on Bravo because eventually C-SPAN and MSNBC has to go. Like, eventually, oh, yeah. I got to recover. Yeah, you and need I a need break some from nice, it. mindless yelling at each other, you know? Oh, and were you looking at Tamara's Instagram comments, <laughs> the people who were all commenting? I did not. What happened? Oh, my God. It's all people in her comments that love her son, Ryan, saying hashtag make America great again. Oh all this God. crazy you know stuff. What? It totally tracks that that is the audience of OC. Yeah, right? Yeah. There's no- and that is literally, I know that comes off shady. And yes, it is shady. But it's not Haiti. And that's kind of like my hashtag, keep it shady, yeah. not Haiti. Oh, I like that. Um, thank you. I've been saying a lot in my comments, but people get really invested. Oh, my God. I've had really so many. But, like, it, it, it tracks that OC is the Trump crowd. That that makes sense. Oh, 100%. I get that. Especially because Beverly Hills is, like, an OC is, like, two different types of wealth and two different types of Hmm, what's a really non-shady way of saying this? Nope, just gonna do it. Two different types of class. Yes, yes, good. Like it's a it's a this is a different tax bracket, both above mine, but two different ones. Yes. <laughs> and it makes sense because when the whole like Camille was going against Lisa Reno over the Kavanaugh thing, the comments that Camille got were very different than the ones of support that Tamara's son Ryan got. Yes, Camille got too. like reamed, and it looks like Ryan's getting praised and I am like interesting and I also just think that Tamara is like and I got me annoyed when she was like I just want you guys to make up I'm like Tamara you know I don't know what you do with your real life but it's just not that that's just where we are if you're gonna bring it politics to Bravo realistically sweetie that's just not where we are right now no and also like we know that Tamara is also on the Trump train like why is she trying to act like she's not Right. Like it's, it's that if that's what it is, that's what it is. But yeah. then also don't, but make that makes me annoyed because the tropes of why people probably or why I can understand why Spencer probably got upset or like where their feud came from because the way they were handling it in the scene was consistent with the tropes and the problematic behavior of the Trump train. Yeah. Like Ryan was literally like, no, don't talk to me about CNN. I don't want to hear this. I'm not a racist. My He literally said, half of my family is Mexican, it's Mexican. half is black. And I'm like, so what part is white? Because two halves make a whole, and everybody in that room is white. Yeah, everybody. Yeah, who is who is um he talking about? That's what I want to get. Know. Was it on Simon's side, maybe? Who knows? <laughs> if Simon is half Mexican and half black, I will. I'd like to see yeah. that in the Ancestry.com. Like, Okay. I know. I but know. That's why I was like, okay, so like literally. Oh, maybe they're talking about Eddie. Isn't Eddie um some but sort Eddie, of Hispanic? Yes, but Eddie's definitely his stepfather. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, still yeah, yeah. not a, but I did when I remembered like Ryan's fiance, like now ex-fiance that he had his child with, I was like, now this makes sense. This yeah. whole that whole family definitely does remind me of, you know, some of the aesthetics. And then Tamara kind of contributed to the other side of a lot of the Trump train when she was like, I don't pay attention to politics. I don't watch the news. I don't yeah. like to get into that. I just want you all to like love each other. Well, that's a and cop out like, usually Ugh. for people who are like, you know, trying to hide what they actually think. They're like, oh, right. I don't pay attention. Like, and then he goes, well, you should. And she goes, well, should I turn on CNN? Oh, not that. That's not news. I'm like, yeah. I'm tired. Like, they literally, I felt like they wrote a script. 
Yeah, if you notice, they cut out also, like, I'm sure that the the parents chimed in or whatever, but, like, they, they only had the short conversation between Tamara and, and Ryan, and when she went to go confront him in the hallway, that was so dumb. Like, it just felt, like, right. not real. And he just, like, up and left because he didn't want to be told that he's, like, you know, bad or whatever. I'm like, this is literally, I feel like the producers staged this to be, like, oh, yeah. we're going to take a stance, like, maybe, like, an anti-Trump stance, but we're going to make it so that, like, you guys are the stereotypical Trumpers. Like, yeah. that just, if if you're, bravo, if you're going to do politics, which you shouldn't, you can't really, like, summate the whole country into, like, six minutes of an OC episode. Yeah. That's just not how it works. It, it, it didn't even work at a dinner party amongst the entire Beverly Hills Housewives cast. So I know, but we won't did, work with Tamara Judge's uh, family. I know, you're right. But we did get a good line from Camille during that dinner. I love the line. I know what it's like to be wrongfully accused. Yeah, you got it. You know exactly what I'm talking about. No, I have a thing for, like, I love a a housewife, like, tagline that's not a tagline. Like, I think that their taglines don't go nearly as far as, like, some of the things that they say in meme and trope form. Like some of the things that they say are like truly golden. My favorite of all time ever, like my favorite housewife period, point blank, never really a housewife, is Dana Wilkie from the House of Beverly Hills season oh two. Oh my God, 25,000 was, was Oh my God, 25,000. I have hashtagged it on things that no one else can see just because I want to see like, who clicks it. Yeah, I love yeah, Dana yeah. Wilkie. She's amazing. I Didn't she really go to jail or something too? Why wouldn't she? Because she's amazing. Again, complex character. <laughs> like, Beverly Hills needs to bring Dana Wilkie Yeah, back. they need to bring back Dana Wilkie. And also, I feel bad for that chick Carlton. I feel like she never got a fair shot. Which is so weird. Why wouldn't we want a witch as a housewife? What are you talking about? Yeah, bring back the witch. Kyle has a monopoly on that show, just like Tamar has a monopoly on OC. Which is ridiculous, because neither of them I want to have picking power. They don't no. have enough personality to have that kind of say. I the only housewife that I've ever been cool with having, like, total, like, say in who they uh, basically pick and cast is literally Teresa. I oh, will yeah. give Teresa whatever she wants. I think they should just, because Teresa's just going to go head to head with them anyway, and we're going to watch it for well, that reason. You're absolutely right. And, you know, that show is kind of built around Teresa. And that's okay, because it makes sense. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. It right, I just sense. started her, that the whole show over, like, binging it over. Mm-hmm. I asked people which one I should do, OC or Jersey, and they were like, Jersey gets to the stuff really quick, and boy, do they. But, like, they the entire cast was basically her family. Yes. The first couple seasons. Yeah. It's like and, her and all her cousins. And so do we think, should we get into Jersey now? Yeah, why let's, not? Let's get into Jersey, because I'm, I'm excited, excited for the new season. I can't wait. I'm more excited for that than I have been for anything else, mainly because Danielle is finally gone. Yeah, and you know what? I, I love all of them, including Danielle. <laughs> I do, too. Like I said, I have a thing where I am objective of all housewives. Yeah. I can watch the entire show objectively. I don't have yeah. a favorite or a least favorite. Usually, whoever's performing the most in that moment, I will appreciate. Yeah. And just majority of the time, though, that's Danielle and Teresa. I know. What do you think their falling out is over? I have no idea. I have no idea. I've heard a lot of people say that, like, they think the only reason that they even, like, reconnected last season was because Danielle might have had something on her, uh, which that tracks. That definitely tracks. That is track. Because Danielle would have something on her because, if you remember back to the first and second season of the book, Danielle had, like, a mob past. 
Oh my right. god, the Colombian cartel. Remember yeah. Jack, Jacqueline chasing Danielle through the country club going, I read your court records, Danielle. You beat somebody over the head with a nine millimeter pistol. Exactly. And she was a part of a kidnapping. Like she has a she has a past, man. So I don't I, I could see there being like a I just would hate for this to get out. Like I really hope you have my back because like I'm gonna come in a reunion blazing. I think honestly the same thing happened with well not I don't think she had anything on her but I think that like the whole like a uh, strong arming of a friendship is also probably what like really turned Marge off like oh, and yeah. I think that's what really started the down well not that they really needed help but that's what started the downfall of like people being cool with Danielle being back it went from being like ooh the drama's back to oh my god this woman is so painfully annoying because why would anyone want to start anything with Marge? Marge is literally I know Marge is the best. The and it's so weird that I that she just got there like not too mm-hmm. long ago because I feel like I watched for her and her entire household. Yeah. I want everything around. I want a thirty minute special spinoff of Marge and the whole clan. Oh, I want to see too. the remodel that never gets done. I want to see <laughs> the husband. I want to see Joe. I want to see the ex-husband. I want to see, I like to see her like try to mend the fence between the ex-husband and the son. I want her and her other stepchildren to get back to And the, uh, the cleaning lady. Yeah, oh Marlene. My God. Yeah. She's the That's, best. I need Marge. I, I need know. more Marge. Like <laughs> everyone else can like be in the other 30 minutes and then the first half all Marge and Marge's crew. So she was actually asked to be on the season with the twins and Amber. And wow. I know, and oh, she God, said Amber. no, and I'm happy she did say no. Because... I think it would have gotten overshadowed. Mm-hmm. I do, too. I'm glad she and said no. Speaking of Amber, I had Amber on my show way back in the day, and I think I'm going to oh, go I back. I thought into... you meant recently. No, no, oh, I would never. My dropped. I know, and I think I'm going to have to go back and delete the episode, because I... I'm not a cancel type person. Um, but she's canceled. <laughs> yeah, and Amber's always been really great to me. Um, we've, we've never, like, hung out or anything. It's always just been, you know, business stuff. But, you know, this is bad. This is really bad. Um, so bad. And her husband is, which I believe Andy said that the only reason I didn't ask Amber back was because of her husband. Yes. Because it wasn't necessarily Amber. I like, did hear did that. Well, controversially, like for a housewife, but that husband is a nightmare. Yeah, that's that's essentially what did happen was that Amber was, I, I'm pretty sure she was offered to come back on the contingency that her husband didn't come back. And of course he didn't go with that. Of no. course he didn't. Why no. would he? This is no. her, his claim to fame. Forget her. He's she outside. did a good job on the show, I think. She did. It was really just him. That man was like the devil. Like, I yeah. hate him. I, I still know. do. He's also still awful. And I was didn't thinking, have an update. Oh yeah, he's he's bad. And I was thinking, you know, you know, maybe maybe Amber doesn't feel this way. Maybe it's just her husband, you know. You can't really help what your husband thinks. I, I was trying to think of it in a pleasant way. No way. She she has the exact same views. And I exactly. felt very felt uncomfortable being like, wow, I spent time talking to this woman. Right. It's really a disappointment. Yeah. And it's like I'm now so I know what she thinks. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, but honestly, it's, I think Jersey would have been fine regardless. I think they have a fantastic cast right now. Me Much too. Much like New York, I hope they just don't touch it. I hope, like, everyone just stays where they're at because I mm-hmm. think the East Coast, the Northeast girls are good. Those franchises are golden. Oh, no 100%. one tells it like they, no one tells it like it is. 
like Jersey and New York. No one has the best moments of fights and drama and personality. Like all of the ladies have their own personality that you yeah. can watch each of them have a scene individually and it'd be interesting. Ooh, I could you're not right. get, you know, like I could not you're get right. I never a thought same of it that way. seven minute scene from Tamara I, I, without being bored. But oh, if I, I got fast it from, forward. I fast forward. Right? But if I got it from Dorinda, if I got it from Teresa, Melissa, yeah. Ramona, I mean, you're glued the yeah. whole time. Anybody yeah, who knew Housewives, the up north, they are golden. I will watch any of them for long periods of time. And they so, get integrated they really fast, which is interesting because oh, earlier yeah. we were talking about how on OC, like we don't really care about Gina or Emily yet, but like I I care about like what Jennifer Aiden's doing and what Jackie's doing. I do too. Even Barnabas New York, I care what she's doing. Or 17 yeah. bathrooms? How many yeah. bathrooms? A lot of bathrooms. <laughs> yeah, 17 Fifth, I think. Uh, I think it's like 15. Yeah. I'm trying to hear it in my head at the in Oklahoma, 15. Bathrooms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I would care about, and I love Jackie. I cared about her and her sister rekindling. I love the fact that she has a sibling with special needs who's married and has a whole family, and they're close. And they like, you know, they like mingle and they come over. I love all of it. And even on the East Coast, I care about Barb too. I I like Barb. I do care about Barb. I liked Barb too. Yeah. I think that, but I also think that that just kind of goes with the grain of the New Jersey and New York women. Mm-hmm. Pretty much anybody they bring on there has some kind of personality. That's kind of the name of the game in they those have two connection. areas. They have a connection. Right. They bring on someone who's been like friends with them for long periods of time. Like they know them really well or they're really, really interesting and we're really going to like them. And yeah. I really appreciate that. Whereas like OC has just been like a revolving door of people. It's like so we've had a lot. But I Think of all the like... one season wonders. Who do we have? Yeah. We have... We have Lizzie, even though she Lizzie. was amazing. She didn't come back because Tamara didn't want her back. Um, well, she came we back have, as friend um, of but not for um, long. What was that one? She came back twice, but not consecutively. Lydia. 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 That's it. I yeah, and like both her. times she quit on her own accord. She wasn't of fired. Of course she did. She's she not good. Like, yeah, she just quit. I would too. Yeah. Um, and then <laughs> Peggy. Peggy, the one season wonder, but I really forgot about her. And then there was another Peggy a couple seasons earlier. Which I also found interesting because a lot of people like, and she kind of didn't do the whole, people were really concerned that she didn't do like the whole like Turkish, Armenian, like culture proud. Oh yeah. And wasn't a good representative. And I find that interesting because like in contrast, Jennifer Aiden is Turkish. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. And I'm like, well, she's oh, she doing people she's proud? She's fun. I like yeah. her. I think it was just yeah. you, Peggy. Yeah. Um, so that's interesting. And then I, oh, see, who else was a one season? Yeah, hmm. there was there, there was another Peggy before that Peggy. Her name was Peggy oh, Pino. Right. She had blonde hair. Yeah. Um, she was a one season wonder. So that's just like five that'll be counted right now. Well, There's... I'll tell you something who I don't think is going to be a one season wonder is Bronwyn. I think she'll oh. outlast a few of them. Me too. I totally think so. I think that. I think what's going to happen is that next year somebody's going to get removed um, and they're going to just put Vicky back full time. I think that even if Tamara doesn't like Bronwyn, which I think is definitely a possibility, yeah. I think they'll keep her anyway because she's good. Yeah, she's I good like her. I like her. I like her a lot. Yeah. I think she's going to be a good addition. I like all the fact that she has all them kids because, boy, so is there many. a lot of them. So and many. then she 
I love her tagline. Like, um, I managed to wrangle like a family of nine and still look like a ten. Yeah, it's adorable. Good. Yeah. Oh, that's good. That's really good one. I'm excited for her. I think that that'll be a good season. And I think that because they didn't promote her too much, it leaves a lot to expectation. Yeah, I agree with you. Because I think they learned their lesson from Beverly Hills. The more you promote, the the, the higher the expectations and the lower the results. Because yeah. they, I got saw a lot of the same, people are very concerned with the House of the Dallas trailer not being that interesting. But I think that's how we know they're going to deliver. Because we're expecting nothing. I yes. think that means we're going to get everything. I agree. I think Dallas looks good. I heard that it's going to be good. And I, I heard that so the new too. lady is amazing. Carrie Brittingham. I heard she's so I know. Great. Britain, Dallas. That's got to be interesting. I be used to live in Dallas. And that dynamic is new to me. Yeah. So, yeah <laughs> and yeah, I think yeah. that's what we like. Is when Papa doesn't give it away too early. Because really quick little, you know, pop over into my own neck of the woods. Yeah. Potomac, we knew what was going to happen with Ashley and her husband because that was made public because it was a legal situation. Fun fact, I am actually in the exact same county that the indictment was filed. Shut up. Yes. So that oh. was like, I found out like way early and I was like, whoa, this is fun. It like made it in the, no- the local newspapers here before like anywhere else. Um, I wish I'd had my podcast thing because I had some inside scoop on that. Um, but... We did not know that Bravo had the footage or the recording of it. And they had the actual, they went, they let him go the entire season. They let it build up and build up and then they let it happen. And then they let Michael defend himself. They let the charges get dropped. They let Michael and Ashley say, we didn't, we're so glad that our name is clear. And Michael was, they celebrated, like they had a date night and celebrated at a sushi restaurant that's actually amazing in DC here. Um, and lo and behold, at the end of the episode where everyone was like, so did he not do it? So, okay, he got vindicated, but like charges being dropped. What does that really mean? It really just means that they didn't have enough witnesses, not that he's innocent. So they let everybody speculate and talk. And then at the end, for the first time, in my opinion, ever, Bravo completely broke the fourth wall. And they yeah. showed the actual footage unedited. They showed exactly where the cameras were. They showed exactly where their cameras were angled. They showed the little like time stamp in the front to see like how long it took for this to happen. They showed what was going what they were filming, what the camera guy that he assaulted allegedly, um, because most people don't know it was a Bravo cameraman. Yeah. Um they showed what he was filming at the time that he was allegedly assaulted. Yeah, so, so was that real? Because I saw a bunch of people saying that that wasn't real, but I think it yeah, was. Yeah, so it was real. That was definitely a lot of um, uh, backtracking um, that they were trying to do. The very end might have been edited. I don't know for a fact if that was edited where he was saying, I did not touch her, but that might have been actually between someone else and the show. Yeah. That was not a cameraman. But the whole don't do that again and him saying, okay, that was not edited. Yeah. And I think that's also why so many of the cast, when they heard the whole, like, don't, I didn't touch her, but yes, you did. They all went on this, like, uh, well, a few of them went on this campaign of saying, like, um, you... It's so weird that they used that footage, or it's so weird that they used my cousin. Like, yeah, the why guy's they voice. That right. Yeah. But that was to the very end. Yeah. The whole like you touched my butt. No, I didn't. But the part that Bravo is saying is the actual proof of where the cameraman 
is uh, where Michael is heard to say, what's up, man? And that's where we uh, allegedly the touching of the butt happened. And yeah. the cameraman says, don't do that again. And Michael goes, okay. He goes, seriously, don't do that again. And yeah, he goes, what no problem. What context was he even touching the guy at? Just like, I think he literally just walked up to him and like slapped his butt, which is familiar because in the very first season, he did the exact same thing to Katie's boyfriend on camera. Yeah, 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 yeah. I he like just Katie, randomly bro. touched his, boy, uh, his butt. So yeah. I think that's the thing that he, he likes to do is just Katie walk around Rose, and touch butts. Katie Rose calls people out. And you She's know, fantastic. Yeah. And you know what? Her farm, where like the infamous showdown from this season, like two episodes ago, um, had took place, is actually an Airbnb. And I'm really thinking about staying there. It's like 25 oh minutes God. away from me. You should. I really should. I really do it want and then to. reenact the scenes. <laughs> get it. a bunch of my friends together and like get the script, like um, Andy does in like the Housewife Theater. Yeah, yeah, and, like, yeah. Oh have my God. Them do I it all it. over. Yeah, on Watch What Happens Live, you should do it. And I have some inside scoop of some people who were at the party that they all debated about before Monique's party, before this happened, where Michael was saying that he wanted to basically have some oral relations with one of the men's husband. Yeah, what do you say? I'm going to suck their dick or something? Yeah. I know a couple of people who were at that party and they were like, some people really did hear him say that and were like, wait, did he say, did he, did I just hear that right? Yeah, so, did I hear that right? I wonder if it's right. like a drunk thing, like, I mean, I, I also Michael don't. Michael gets drunk, he just gets to be inappropriate. I also don't get, I don't get what these women don't understand about somebody being bisexual. Like, he could just be bisexual. I don't think they have a problem with him being bisexual, gay, fluid, or even having, like, an open marriage or anything like that. I think it's the fact that Ashley keeps denying that Yeah, just cop to it. Just say She's it. She's literally like, Michael's not, because Katie flat right at, flat out asked her, is Michael gay? And she said, no, of course he's not gay. And everybody's like, girl, it's not really in a course because even though some things are being alleged, we also hear him saying things on camera and off. Like, what are you talking about? It's not in a course. There's something going on. But Ashley and Michael are like imminently denying he makes insinuations. Yeah, he makes insinuations. So I'm like, if it doesn't exist at all, like, there's no shame in it. If anything, I think that they're feeding off of the Darby's acting like there's some kind of shame in that. Well, like he can't be gay because he's married. Yeah, it happens consistently on these Bravo shows, whether it be Eddie accused of being gay, Michael, right. or or even like on Summer House. So that guy Jordan's obviously gay. Um, yeah. And um, even, oh, and in Dallas, Karen oh yeah, that cousin, Mark, was, they were like yeah. that was the that was that's some that mm-hmm. some hashtag I, I moments from James, I think James from Vanderpump Rules is gay too. Oh, I think we can get a few people who could cough to that one also. Right? So, you know, we'll see. I think that he was, I think he's more than just gay. I honestly think he had like a throuple situation going on with Logan and Raquel. Oh, yeah. The way Raquel was the way he was playing. The way Logan acted toward him, it was very, very obvious. Um, And familiar. Like, he didn't just do that because they were friends. He felt comfortable doing that. And it wasn't like a, on camera kind of way it was like uh this is what we kind of already do so yeah. why are you acting like we don't do this yeah and i think raquel was away and she like let it happen and then she moved there and they probably like you know lived together because it was like him and lala and logan and i think that's a lot of the reason why lala chose logan 
basically in the divorce because yeah. he was at least being honest and you did him dirty denying it. Mm-hmm. So I think it's because of the shame they pro- like project in being fluid. Like everybody else kind of acts like there's a big problem with it. Oh, but you're so I think right. I think it's the problem that they have with Ashley, like imminently trying to deny that nothing is going on. And they're like, you're girl, so good have- at this. Thank you. I can't. You, Career. You That's good. <laughs> You have such good, like, insight and, like, deep dives. And you're right. Yeah. I, it's because I take the notes and I compare and contrast notes. Yeah. I like to see across the board what we're dealing with, you know? You got to get on Amy's show on SiriusXM. Oh, uh, I'd love to. Out. Amy, hit me up, girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell Amy to hit you up. I mean, oh, seriously. Oh, That is a dream come true. I worship the ground she walks on. I love Amy. Oh, she's the best. Do you listen to Reality Checked a good amount? Of Cool. <laughs> okay, good. I good. would love to. Like, I mean, I honestly, I started this because I just needed someone to talk to. And yeah. I keep having guests on the show because I'm like, I need to talk to someone other than myself because I surely can talk for a full few hours by myself. Oh, yeah, 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 100%. I mean, there's so much to discuss with it. Now, now, I, let me ask you this question. If you were to do your dream Jersey cast, who would it be? Oh, Dream Jersey. Okay, that's hard because I love the cast we have right now, but I'm also a really big fan of the original cast. Me like, too. The first few seasons. I think as long as I have Melissa, I'm good. I think we definitely need Teresa. We've seen that. That Me has too. been shown. We need Teresa. I would love to keep Jennifer no matter what. I think she's good TV and she's really promising um, because she's just so unapologetically herself and that's fun. Um, and then I also think, um, you need the Marge. Oh, 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 absolutely. But I also see Marge as like her own entity of fabulousness. So if she left, I'd be okay. I just need, if they're going to give Kim Zolciak a spinoff, we're going to give Marge. Oh, Marge needs one. Period, point blank. We have one. And then, um, definitely I would want to bring back, I know she would never do it, but I'd want to bring back Dina because I loved Dina. Me too. I really thought she was a good girl. And I liked her and Caroline on the same show together. Me too. I love them sisters. together. And then by default, I would then have to bring back Jacqueline because I love their brother. And so yep. then now we're back to basically having the original with just without Kathy. I don't really need I Kathy. I don't need Kathy. No. And no with Kathy. Melissa and Jennifer. And I think that would be fun. Perfect. I love that. My my that. dream because you know Caroline was actually asked to come back for this upcoming season, as as and she said she would have gone back full time, but they asked her to come back as a friend of, and she said oh, I am not friend she? of. She but said, I, but I feel like she's been doing so well by herself. I mean, what 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 is it hard to just like you know step into a few scenes? I know, I know, she really should. But I really, I would have loved that. Yeah. Me oh, too. I my, miss her, and I want to see what her her sons and oh, daughter what they're all up to. Albie is the best. Like, uh, mature and stuff now. Albie oh, is such a good guy. He's so amazing. I would love to have. Here's my dream: the original Jersey cast. Okay, yes. everybody. Then add Melissa because she came in season three. So add Melissa in. Then we need the March, and then I think that that's it for me. Just for what I would love to just see the original cast. With Melissa, because we've never had Melissa and Danielle in the same season with Danielle as a full-time housewife. Ooh. Yeah. So that'd I'd love to fun. see that. And I'd love I to see Marge too. with Caroline. I think that would be fantastic. I think they would actually have a really good dynamic. 
And Me I think too. Jennifer Aiden would just be like a wild card that I actually think would get along with oh, yeah. really well. Put, Je- put Jennifer in as friend of, and let's do yeah. it. I think that'd yeah. be great. I would, I, would, I would go on a trip with them right now. Uh, I want to do that immediately. Yeah, let's like we need to talk to, to Bravo and get Are you um, going to BravoCon? Yeah, so that is the news that we just got like today, if you're listening to this yesterday. Um, I'm, I think I'm going to go. Yeah, you think I you're going to do it? I think I'm going to do it. And I think mainly because I have a friend who is living in New Jersey right now um, and is going to Rutgers. So I think I'm going to like stay with her because if I can cut costs in some areas because these tickets are ridiculous or I'm just too poor. One of the other or both. Um, if I could just cut costs on lodging, I think I could definitely at least do a nice general admission and yeah. just like breathe the same air. Yeah, I like, I like that. Do yeah. general admission, breathe, breathe some of the same air. And then you never know if you're there and you're really feeling like, you know, into it, you can always upgrade your package. Right. You know, if I ever come into like, you know, a small lump sum or like a trust fund. Yeah. Or, yeah. If someone like leaves me a hundred million dollar fortune, like Whitney and Southern Charm, which do you watch Southern Charm? Oh, I don't, but I Couldn't know everything that's going on. I know so everything I, that's going on. I just, though. I recently found out that Whitney's trust fund is like a, about a hundred mil. And I'm like, oh, well, that explains his attitude. You're like, oh, thank you. <laughs> You're like, yeah. You mind, uh, okay. mind passing some of that over here, please? Yeah. And, and, <laughs> and, and, and Sheps is like not too far south, which is now, uh, I guess, why I understand that neither of them kind of understand the context of like real life. Um, specifically Shep in like the whole New York and the whole like recent trouble he got into like making fun of and filming without consent this poor woman who is minding her business and he's just like making fun of her what she thinks is a joke and now he's like then he doubles down and then he fake apologizes and then he tries to real apologize and I'm like it it definitely makes sense as to why none of you guys are really like well versed in like the ways of the world and what actual people have to go through. Oh, one hundred percent, and that makes for the best reality TV. Yep, that's why Southern Charm is really good, at least this season, because they definitely mixed it up with like the wealth of classes. So yeah, good for them. I but... think that the thing that a reality show needs to have is a dynamic between laughing at them and also laughing with them. Absolutely. Do you know what I mean? It you need to, to have be a both. little bit of both. I definitely yeah. agree. And I think that if I had to, who do you think would come to BravoCon? They haven't announced anyone yet, but it made me think of all the shows that I watch because I do have a theory, I have a um, a running theme where I give every single thing Bravo a try at least once. Yeah. So I will try any show once, at least three or four episodes, and I try to get through a season and see if it works because I do get that some things need to pick up. We saw that with Potomac, the first and second seasons were eh, third season was oh my gosh, and then now amazing. We're, Fully, and they're doing the same numbers as New York. Yeah, yeah, they're like, well they're doing deserved. really good. They really are. They're, they're better they're, than Dallas. Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. But I mean, I think that they deserve the same kind of numbers as New York because they're bringing it. And one thing people always say about Jersey and New York is that they bring it. I mean, they really put their whole lives out there. And I think, like it or not, Potomac, they're putting somebody's eyes out there. I agree. I think others. that I think that for BravoCon, everybody's gonna come. I don't think really? that anybody's going to be left out. That's a large amount of people. Yeah, I think that it's going to be m- most people. I think I, the Bravo's either going to tell them that they all can come, or they're going to kind of, like, fight to be, like, the spokesperson of their show. Yeah. And, like, I think, but I do think you're right that they maybe Bravo will invite all of them just so that they're not all, like, 
calling Andy like, hey, I want to make sure I can go. Like, I don't think they want a whole Hunger Games of Bravo celebrities either. I agree. Of where like only three of the Shaws are invited. So the other three are like, what? So we're not important. But at the same time, I don't need like half of the Shaws of Sunset. Like, yeah, see, I don't. I- I think, the that whole cast. Be, I think that they'll all be there, but some will be, like, more featured than others. Okay, good point. Yeah. Who would we want featured from at least every show that we watch? At least, like, one or two people that we just, they have to do, or okay. else it's not worth the money. All right, so we obviously need Teresa and Marge from Jersey. Please. Yeah. Give them to me. I would love to see Melissa do, like, one of her old songs. <gasps> yes. Yeah, I feel like Luann's gonna do a cabaret. I think they should just give make that one of the stops on her tour. I, I think that maybe they'll we'll do that. I think Especially that if it's should... in her city. Here in a dream world, we have a, a Luann cabaret. We have yes. everybody who performs perform and a big yes. showcase. So all even, the Bravo songs. Yeah, let's do like a whole playlist. Yeah, and they all come out and perform. I think that we do things like make it nice with Dorinda for the day, and we do like holiday stuff since it will be around you know the holidays. I how think she would, how Dorinda would make it nice. Oh yeah, I'd go right now. Yeah, yeah, I me would too. Take notes. Me too, one hundred percent. I think we do like a, a cooking class with Teresa. Um, yes. And I think we do like a southern, like you know, kind of, you know, what is it called when they do the the horses? What is the 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 derby oh, or the whatever? Kentucky derby. Yeah, we do a thing like that with the Southern Charm cast. And see, here's my thing though. I would want the Southern Charms Charleston cast there. Minus, of course, the ones who are not, like, that great. But then I also would want the Southern Charms New Orleans cast, too, just because they're way more interesting. Oh, I heard that. I heard that they're, they're amazing. They're way more interesting. People literally just feel a loyalty to the Charleston cast. But the New Orleans one, because they're more diverse, that naturally makes it more interesting. Also, New Orleans is a more awake city than Charleston. Charleston yeah. is pretty, but it's sleepy. Yeah. And New Orleans is not. So Yeah, oh, it's the opposite of sleep. It, it's yeah, it's not and it's not it's they're more charming. The guys on Southern Charm, New Orleans are a lot more charming and sweet and like impactful whereas like the ones on Charleston are kind of becoming like assholes in their own right. So we're not as interested, but they'll all definitely be invited. So I think if you're inviting them, definitely invite New Orleans and let them go, which I think they definitely would go. I think the entire shot of the Sunset cast would be invited, so why not let them go? That's fine. And I don't know really what they would do, because most of the people from every show I just said don't really have jobs except for New Orleans. <laughs> like, no one has a job, and no one has, like, a real brand yet, because they're so new. Potomac would be there. I think Giselle would be selling her makeup, um, oh, yeah, which is 100%. in Target. And I just bought a lip gloss the other day. Oh, I'm excited really? to try it out. Yes, it's in Target. Oh, I kind of love that. I went to my local Target, and I was like, oh, my God, Giselle, I love you. I'm so proud of you. Giselle, I'm going to support you in any way that I freaking can. Of course. Especially if you're in Target. Are you kidding me? Yeah. (laughs) That's (laughs) my dream, you know, to have a lip gloss gloss line in Target. Yeah, it's my dream to be able to buy anybody's lip gloss in Target because I'm always in Target. (laughs) It's my dream to be able to afford anything that I see in Target at any time. That is where I'm at. I love it. Like, and then I think my only concern is, like, below deck. People love the show. I do love the show. I am caught up. But every single season, they have a new crew because, well, the they it's not a steady job. Yeah, it's not so, a steady job. And it's two different franchises. So I'm like, who would they just bring? Like Kate and Hannah? Colin, the two Colin would suits? probably come because Colin's involved in all this. Sh- all, like, he's very right. heavily involved. And he uh, has to do the song, like the new song that he just came out with, like, last night, June. Oh, and yeah. I like him. I think he seems really sweet. He seems very sweet, but very blah. 
Yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. with the Below Deck Med crew, at least, they do a really good job of making Americans look so lazy and boring because yeah. everyone on that boat is foreign. Well, I guess it's not, it's only foreign to us because where they are is the Mediterranean. But the, everybody there is either European or South African or Irish or something other than Amer- Russian. And then you have Colin and this girl, June. And they're the only two Americans. And then they, they kind of edit it to make it seem like June's really um, lazy and Colin's really boring, but he raps. And he's a sweet guy. Like, he's yeah, sweet. He's but a little we don't bit watch boring. TV for sweet. Yeah, no, we don't. You're absolutely right. That's not it. That's what they sing you to The Bachelor for. Oh, 100%. And you know, Amani, I cannot wait to have you on Tony's Two Cents. Please. Yeah. Look, I'm ready. Whenever you're ready. You're ready. Fall is coming up. Maybe we'll hopefully just, we'll be... just talking to you, I'm getting some ideas. Oh, yay. I love sparking ideas. Maybe Bravo will ever hear this one day and, like, answer our cries for a cast that we need. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Or I lower agree. the ticket prices for we'll, BravoCon we'll, so I can take this to the top. You know, and maybe we'll, we'll record it in person when we go. Ooh, fun. Right. Live right. and in color. <laughs> All right, Imani. Well, this has been amazing. This has been so much fun. Thank you so much, Tony, for coming on. Thank you so for having me. You. Thank you for having me. I really, Absolutely. really love you and your show. And, you know, everybody, make sure to subscribe to Imani's podcast if you're Please. listening. Because people don't subscribe. They listen and they don't subscribe. They don't understand that. Like, no. full support, people. Yeah, full support. Subscribe. Get the numbers up. You need Please. It's the Thank best you. thing ever. Yeah. And look out, everyone, for Tony's Two Cents because it's amazing. And while you're at it, just, like, follow him and his mom because that was the best follow I've done also. Oh, my God. Gina. That's so <laughs> sweet. She would love to hear that. And you guys can find me on Instagram at Anthony Lario, A-N-T-H-O-N-Y-L-A-R-I-O. I've been doing some, like, little comedy skit things on my Instagram and um, – promoting some cool shit so come on over and check it out yes please do and if you're listening because of um you're following anthony which i totally understand um you can follow me on instagram at mixing with money m-i-x-i-n-g-w-i-t-h-m-a-n-i please do subscribe and definitely give me rates give me comments give me reviews i love to read them and hear them all and thank you all so much for listening i hope you have it i hope you had as much fun as we did oh we did Oh, boy, did we ever. I can't (laughs) wait to come on your show soon, Anthony. Thank you so much again. 